news and intro song for a movie podcast. Some are pretty good, but we'll just suck ass. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. Watch with us, we're Cinema Buns. Let's go! All right. Hello, and welcome back to Cinema Buns. I'm oh, did Ritter. we do a sync test? I hate you so much. God damn it. I guess for any of those who don't know about the background thing, we we clap before these videos to like sync it up because we're not connected on the same computer. Um, just just a little tidbit. The well, no, anyways. It's, well, it's because we're all recorded um, as separate entities. I mean, you kept yeah. you and I are recorded on the same track. Yeah, I'm recorded on a different track. Stop telling them how the sausage is made. <laughs> That's okay. because Ritter and I are actually just the same person, but, but impersonating two different people. But we're trying to do, like, cinnamon buns behind the bake. Behind the, <laughs> the oven. Here's the recipe for t- <laughs> Three parts alcoholic. All right. Uh, Should we drink on this podcast one of these days? No, I mean, we're professional, Mike. God, come on. Hey. I'm already sloshed as it is. No, um, I'm Ritter. I'm Mike. I'm Kevin. And uh, this week we're talking about a real gem. Uh, Ang Lee's incredible... <laughs> amazing bulk. <laughs> By Louis Schubert. <laughs> yeah. I uh, was consistently making Ang Lee references throughout this whole thing. Were so you? Bad. Because I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um... This movie came out in 2012, and if you've heard of it, you have probably know of it through many internet personalities making fun of it or making whole fucking videos about it. If anything, I think the, the, the most famous scene of it, um, the climax, <laughs> uh, is probably like one of the most, like, is one of those like YouTube recommended videos. That's never uh, that recommended gets spread to me. I mean, um, honestly, that's how I saw it. Um, so uh, it took um, a while before it was out on a streaming platform yeah so man you guys hit the deep web harder than i did apparently oh this is not deep web this is is basic bitch recommendation uh i never got these recommendations i never even knew i never heard about this until you pointed it out consider yourself lucky well i'm glad out of the garbage disposal (laughs) that is the internet i'm glad and i'm sorry i showed this to you (laughs) i mean it was an interesting ride. I think. I think what made it better for me is the fact that we had to deal with ads like, in between <laughs> Nine, during the movie. 90, 90% of this movie is really bad chase sequences yeah. that are bad because of how great they are. <laughs> um, so, Kevin, since you're the one that brought this uh, <laughs> gem to us, are you blaming this on me? <laughs> no, I'm just making you responsible. Go ahead and introduce the movie. Like Give me. us some background. All right. So, amazing bulk. Um, I don't know why people keep comparing it to uh, this this thing called an Incredible Hulk, or something. Uh. <laughs> um, but it stars uh, a scientist, um, and he's been uh, contracted by the U.S. military to create this super serum, which he uh, accidentally uh, injects himself with. No, 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 hold up, accidental, my ass. <laughs> Uh, through the sheer de- desperation and uh, in order to produce results, injects himself with the purple cum um, <laughs> and becomes the amazing bulk uh, in which hijinks ensues, um, which involves a supervillain, uh, missiles, 
um, a dog, uh, a leprechaun, um, a gecko typing on a computer. He's and, not joking. And this this all happens in the movie. It's canon. A strange love reference. Okay, I was I was thinking the same <laughs> thing when I saw that. I was okay. So yeah, this movie starts off with. By the way, all backgrounds in this movie were either made in MS Paint or made with like two cent assets bought from a fucking 3D website. Or just Google Images. No, they or Google Images. They, that's uh, true too. They they put their bibliography at the end of the credits. Their uh, sources cited because they put down all of the web the websites they used for assets. But yeah, like there are no sets. There are no backgrounds. Just no, no. There's one set. It's a table that they yeah. use for the science. <laughs> uh, but everything is rendered in uh, just like these on a potato. Uh, on a potato, <laughs> uh, like just a green screen background, and that's it. Yeah, they had several JPEGs and uh, MPEGs and MPregs of uh, just footage they used. Um, and sometimes they use live action footage from the '80s um, as backgrounds, uh, but. Yeah, uh, they have real life actors with no props, and all of the backgrounds. They are had a chair, screen. I think, at one point. No, there are there are props, but as much as they could props, <laughs> like the inside, the car seats were just a couch. Hey, they had that car was on. bougie. All right. all right, so I want you guys to guess what's the budget of this movie. Uh, put me in for two grand. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty. Oh wow, that's a pretty good like median because we're at fourteen k. Hey, oh, all okay. right. You undersold a lot, Mike, because you still need to pay those actors. Dude. <laughs> I mean, they probably did it in one day. I There's thought. still work that goes into editing. Those chase sequences don't edit themselves. You're right. You're right. They can't make the backgrounds move while the actors lightly jog in place. <laughs> well, see, in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, they got one scene of him running. And then they like they they made one scene of him running, and then the rest of the time they just flipped him like every <laughs> scene, and then also just changed the background of him with, running with the um, change of digital filming. The three most expensive parts of a movie: actors, visual effects, and editing. You know what though? The cars, I think, were I think what brought that cost up. Yep. All, they all had to just. There was so much carnage. Cars. <laughs> uh, it's, God, all those special effects. There's, there's to a, destroy an entire that city. helicopter scene. So, <laughs> so just to kind of give, because we're basically talking about this because we just watched it, but to give you some reference, eighty percent of this movie is chase sequences involving the purple, roided up grimace that is the <laughs> amazing bulk, and ninety nine percent is green screen like, and every chase <laughs> sequence is the same run animation recycled at different angles with the same backgrounds used recycled at different angles (laughs) with the same action recycled at different angles so uh the uh one of more egregious chase scenes uh you could if you were to map out this world in your head the path of the chase scene it's all within one block that contains like uh a shipping kit uh like the the castle no no the the, uh, docks the block the block that they had the oh, chase the, in the, with the, first the, two, with the okay. two detectives and Amazing Bulk uh, were surrounded by shipping containers. Um, the same, the uh, the same like intersection that uh, has several cars constantly stopping uh, and getting run over. 
Um, and Bulk makes... <laughs> and about one out of every six cars explodes that he touches. <laughs> Bul- oh. Bulk always tries to aim towards a car because <laughs> he's always just knocking it over. Um, but you see the same shot of uh, the alley, the same shot of the intersection, and he's always either running towards the uh, horizon or towards the camera. Um, and in between that is a thing that he has to run over, which is a car. Uh, and uh, Run over or just like run move out of the way? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he ever crushes a car. He either blows up or gets thrown out of the way. It was an accident. I didn't kill those people. Now, what's what's funny about this movie is, see, this isn't. This is almost like another another Velocipaster for me. I can't tell if they made it as a joke, but it was like a badly made joke, or they made it trying to make an actual movie. But it was just badly made. I'm 90% sure it was just a joke. There's I, a there's part of me that's like, God, this is like a college movie. But there's also another part that's like college art, uh, college filmmakers are like... Try to be artsy. They're yeah. trying to be artsy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like avant-garde. And this is not avant-garde. So this is like a five-year-old made a movie? See, see literally within the first, I think, two Lewis, minutes... Lewis, please call us. We'd love to yeah. have you on the podcast. Please. <laughs> But the first two minutes of the movie is what confuses me the most. Because they have joke production company intros. <laughs> obviously copying Universal, 20th Century Fox, and Viacom. Oh, was that Viacom? I thought it was like Columbia or something. <laughs> but then again, it's like an old logo like it's animation. Because an... I don't recognize that from modern movie logos. It's actually been in some modern ones. I think they do um, Fast and Furious. No, I think the best way to kind of tell what kind of movie we're getting into is just the first three like production companies, <laughs> and they're all and they all said feature, feature presentation, movie. or the last one said used to be a viable company. It's like, oh my god, is this a joke? Or oh. and all of the title sequences are in uh, Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah, my brain has turned into mush. R- written in MS Paints. <laughs> and Kevin was apologizing throughout this movie, just saying, "I'm sorry, I showed you guys this." <laughs> But welcome to the best scene of this movie every two seconds. <laughs> hey, now I said that once. <laughs> you said it twice. twice. <laughs> said it twice. Um, but let's I seem to be the most engrossed in this because I was like explaining the plot throughout the entire yeah. time. <laughs> it was like having our own live commentary track. Well, there is a there's lo- there's there's deep nuance, lore. By the way, to bulk. There's no vampire. I was told there was going to be a vampire in this, and there was none. I thought there was a vampire during the final chase sequence. So let, let's talk about our characters. And, like, so you did mention that it was about a scientist trying to make this healing drug. Henry Hank Howard. Yep, and his girlfriend, Hannah, who is the daughter of the general who is funding this whole thing. Just a missed opportunity I didn't think about. But uh, why couldn't he just be called Triple H? <laughs> just saying no, about the game <laughs> i think that's copyrighted actually no i don't think like, triple h is no because no i think i think that it the wwe is really strict about their copyright stuff if you ever read any of their names there's a small little like uh restriction trademark thing okay. you also got you also got to remember that they are required to be called superstars not wrestlers what they do is sports entertainment. Yeah, though, exactly. So if anyone, they say uh, WWE superstar Dwayne the Rock Johnson right. or Paige or whoever. Because right. if this, if like any sports authority tries to knock on their door, they're like, we're not doing sports. What are you talking about? These aren't athletes. 
No, they're contractors. So that way we don't have to give them health insurance. And I'm not <laughs> responsible when wrestlers die in the ring. <laughs> but that's a whole nother conversation. Have no. you guys heard about how why Stan Lee does a lot of like um like uh, alliteration with his names like Peter Parker and Bruce Banner? Wasn't it so that he can shorten like what he wrote on the script or whatever? Um, <laughs> it's much dumber than that because it's easy to remember. Yeah, <laughs> I so mean, this is a PP that's... BB. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I mean, that's that's fair. That's yeah. the that's the naming convention with Listen, Hank Howard. When, so when when you've got th- with Stanley, not with the amazing bulk. <laughs> with Stanley, when you're working with that many characters and that many storylines with that many issues. I don't blame you with coming up with names that are easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> also, it helps, you know, just everyone in general. Everyone likes an easy name to remember for something. Oh, no one, okay. no yeah. one wants Hefe Joukowsky. <laughs> I'm reminded of uh, Ready Player One. Do you guys remember the intro to that when the main character was um, introducing himself? It was like Peter Banner or something stupid. Because no. <laughs> he's like, because my dad loved comic books. And he, and he wanted to name me uh, much like a comic book character. <laughs> I don't remember that. I think it blocked that out of my That's mind. That's good. That's good you guys don't remember Ready Player One. Why do I remember Ready Player I One? Don't I liked Ready Player One, but I could be in the minority there. Ew. <laughs> this is about the amazing bulk. So, no, um, Tell us he, about Hank Howard. Yeah, so Hank Howard, he's very quick to anger. He's very passionate. He gets very sweaty in uh, <laughs> minor situations. Him and Sam, uh, the, the two scientists working on the purple cum, uh, just like it's constantly <laughs> sweaty. Brewing their uh, scientist level water, food coloring. I don't think it's it's too expensive for this movie. They're, I they're, honestly it's just water and food coloring. They're. Um, uh, specimens, the the rats are 3D uh, JPEGs Molded. That, <laughs> that they inject uh, the purple cum into and then they just dissolve into, into smoke. <laughs> one was red. Yeah. And that then that a, one turned into fire. That was uh, experiment 237. In 235, the that one turned blue. Yeah. But they're like, 237 is going to be the one. There you go. In your ass. Um, but we're introduced to... <laughs> so him and his friend are talking. And it was like, are you finally going to propose to her? And he pulls out a ring. He's like, oh, what are you... I got to be traditional on this one. I'm going to ask her father first. And it's like, okay. So he goes to their her house. And uh-huh. <laughs> he sees his girlfriend. He meets her dad, who's a general. And he is the most weirdly aggressive and antagonistic person he's like well i've got something else to ask you well out with it boy i want to marry her did you knock her up did you it's like (laughs) you motherfucker son of a bitch (laughs) it's like no i didn't then why do you want to marry her what's the point because we're dating (laughs) and he's like like, i love her because i love her and he's like i guess that's a good reason it's like (laughs) what the fuck mike is this accurate accurate Accurate? (laughs) is this accurate is this accurate to all of your COs? When, when you told the mm. CO, I, I, I'm I want to marry home. your enemy. <laughs> I'm going to go home for leave. And they go, why do you want to go home for leave? Did you knock someone else? <laughs> no, I just, I just want to see my family. I guess that's a reason. <laughs> no, it, it's it's kind of funny. Sometimes you get a lot of crap because you want to go see your family. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> you like, you it, fucking dweeb. Because... Like, it's like, like, what, you know, it's like, you got leave, use it for something more exciting. Like, you're, like, Japan's, like, right over there. Go like, to go, Japan okay. for, like, like go see Zaki-chan. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like, go, it's like, find go to another there. island for, like, a couple days or something like that. Like, it, it's just how it goes. And you're just like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, but I also want to see my family. He's like, 
It's not like you're leaving like, the other side of the world. You're just in Hawaii, and I'm just like, that's fair. But you like, actually have decent interconnection, yeah, internet connection where you are. Yeah, it's like all how you're long, gonna do. There, how long is a plane ride from Hawaii to Japan? I think it's like, uh, it, it, it's it probably cuts out six hours. Yeah, it's like so probably it's like eight. Still. It's like eight to nine hours. I think. I think with the spin of the planet, um, because I know from here it's like thirteen hours or something like that. It's not or, that fun. From from well, my when my plane ticket was thirteen oh, hours. Oh, okay. From like, I know from L A to Japan it was oh, like ten hours. Yeah, roughly because of the spin. Yeah, because of the spin. Um, Hawaii to Japan eight and a half hours. Yeah, it's like eight to nine hours, something like that. Okay, you're only knocking off an hour. Yeah, but that that's what they're trying to. They're, they're trying to push you to go do things other than see your family. No, no, no. I'm just thinking. It, I'm just thinking to myself. I'm like, flying from LA to Japan only takes that. Takes like nine hours, forty five minutes to ten hours. But mm-hmm. Hawaii to Japan takes like only an hour less. I, I don't. I don't do the math, man. I, I just. Are they trying to like get your dick wet or something? I, I don't know, man. It's like, stop visiting no. your family when you could get your dick wet. <laughs> I don't know, dude. They would love you in Japan. Just wear. Or your just go a little bit more south to Thailand. Yeah, because it's always funny. Because it it's just one of those things where you're just like, what? All you're gonna do? You're gonna see your family. It's gonna be the same thing as if you never left. And then you're gonna leave. They're gonna miss you. And then you're gonna just do it all over again. It's just the same you're cycle over go, and over again. You're gonna again. wanna go AWOL because you're not gonna wanna come back. <laughs> you're gonna be too busy drinking cactus martinis instead of coconut martinis. Like, like you're gonna go fucking see, Arizonan, like, whatever it is that you guys do over there. You're, you're gonna see all your high school on, friends. They're gonna be doing cactus. the exact same thing they did when you were gone. Eating Joevos. <laughs> drinking like, Arizona teas. Right? Like, um, like you're not gonna miss anything. Okay, back to and the anyways, bulk. yeah. Um, in in the amazing bulk. So yeah, we get this weirdly antagonistic introduction to her father, who's like, "How dare you want? I mean, I guess if you love her, that's a reason." It's like okay. Um, but then like he's stressing because, like, if they don't figure out the serum soon, then they're gonna cancel the project. Mm-hmm. And now we're introduced to the villain of the movie, but you don't know what his connection to anything is. And you have his, like, wife who's, like, this ditzy lady, like, dancing, and then, like, her CGI dog. And then you find out he has, like, a CGI monkey for no reason. <laughs> and uh, they they make it a big deal to mention that he has ED. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they fire... They, they play it up for laughs because... Uh, uh... There's these rocket his, scenes. His dangerously under, possibly underage uh, wife. Uh, she's not underage. I know, but her name's Lolita, and the, that's the thing. She's like a baby. Yeah, but uh, they fire rockets and kill the Institute of German Scientists. <laughs> yeah, because they're all housed there. And, <laughs> yeah, it's a dorm. <laughs> and that's like getting them both off. So then they go, let's fire more. And he goes, okay. And then they fire more, and they destroy... They destroy the pyramids, Stonehenge, Taj Mahal, the Great Wall of China, uh, the White House. It no, flew past the White House. It flew past. It didn't blow up the White House, it's but it blew imp- up like. I, I feel like it's implied that he destroyed all of them. Either way, yeah, he destroyed Parliament, a lot of monuments. Yeah, the Sydney Opera House. And uh, then we get to the part where um, Hank and his girlfriend get mugged by a guy we saw at the beginning of the film, who is just like weirdly sexual. 
sexual about mugging because he's like, oh yeah, give me your money. And he's like trying to give Hank a reach around to get yeah. what he wants. And it's like, dude, you need to find a new kink. But, he's trying um, to see if he could get more than just his wallet. <laughs> he mugs him. Hank is super pissed. He goes and he starts developing. He now makes... Well, that's because he steals his ring. Yeah. yeah. And he was keeping it a surprise uh, because like the the conversation they have was like um do you want to have kids like, no no because like he he uh reaches into his jacket and hannah's like don't fight and then hank still tries to fight and so he gets his ass whooped um and gets the ring stolen and he's like uh she's like why did you fight because and trying to hide that he was going to propose to her and seeing that uh he was trying to protect his ring which eventually got stolen it was like oh it's just uh usb stuff i need for work and so she's pissed about that it's like you risked your life for your fucking work your serum <laughs> yeah so, and so it created that you know tension between them yeah. i think what got what messed me up is like the this whole entire scene and like so far it's still the same day like oh, that's yeah. what messed me up the most i think you've never had like a double date like a date <laughs> a lunch date and then a dinner date and then a mugging it was, yeah, I, I was so confused. It was like, it was like, it was like the day started with them like in the lab. Then he left to go on a this hey, er, middle of the day date. Have productive days. And then and he stuff. came back to lab. And then he got. Then he went to the dad's the dad's house to go pick up the girlfriend to then go to like. Remember, but this was pre quarantine, from the before time. <laughs> in the long, long ago. <laughs> in the long, long ago. But um, he goes back to the. Uh, to his like lab and he's like oh, i gotta knock this out so he brews the finest batch of purple gatorade and he puts <laughs> no, it it's in... it's purple stuff <laughs> he he puts it onto a plant heals the plant he's got oh man this is great but this level of like accomplishment would be fine a year ago maybe six months but not now we need something bigger huh <sighs> And just immediately starts unrolling his sleeve. And he's like, put it in me. Mm. <laughs> and he puts it into him. And he starts turning purple. And a tornado occurs. And yeah, they take the- a JPEG of the actual table they were using. And starts shaking it across <laughs> the screen. And then a purple Hulk hand comes out and grabs the table. And then we get throw back to the scene we saw at the beginning of the movie. Where the m- same mugger guy... Scully. Like... Goes up to a hooker and is like, yeah, suck on the end of this barrel. And then she screams because she sees the amazing bulk. Shoots and, ama- her. and sees his amazing bulk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he kills the mugger, steals his stuff back from the mugger. But not before he got shot in the chest. Yeah. Yes. With a revolver, which got then turned no, back it's into... No, it's a 9mm that pistol that... Turns into turn, a CGI Turns into a revolver and then back into the pistol. You're right. But eventually we get... we Like, some detectives follow him and then, like... Through their very minimal contact, like, introduction, all of a sudden one of them has a bunch of purple blood all over his hand. He's like, I didn't get this from my PB&J sandwich this morning. I think what got me, I think, from this scene is the fact that when they did a zoom in on the gun, instead of just zooming in on the prop gun yeah, they, they had, they had, a, they had a drawn, like, 3D pistol uh, like jpeg they just put right there and i'm just like why you had already seen their, their camera's too bulky to put that low to the ground <laughs> you're right uh, do you know maybe. what it is i think um the animation of the gun firing is an actual like revolver firing towards the screen yeah which they just used because they wanted footage of a slow motion bullet coming towards the screen <laughs> so they couldn't just have mike toto firing the prop pistol that he has towards the screen 
So they just used the footage that already existed of a revolver for uh, doing the same thing. Because they're that cheap. Yeah, so then we get into that chase scene with the detectives where they're basically running around the same two blocks for three minutes. A helicopter is chasing after him, wanting to get a good shot, and he's just pointing two, the camera at the floor of the helicopter. Yeah. Two extra characters that didn't need to be there. But and at the very end, the amazing bulk grows three times the size and turns into a guy painted purple and crushes the <laughs> helicopter and turns back to his size. Turns back to human. The So during this chase, he hit a car that landed on the female detective and killed her. And when he turned back to human, the guy detective tries to execute him in the back of the head and goes, time for plan B. And punches him out. Puts him in prison. Then the general dad shows him and goes, what's up, doc? Literally exactly like that. It's so weird. Um, knocks him out. And then he's like, we're going to do experiments on you. And they did recreate the scene uh, at the beginning of Batman Arkham Knight Arkham yeah. Asylum. <laughs> yeah, and then um, they send him to deal with this evil German dude, which is the bad guy we've been introduced to throughout this movie. Which you know doesn't really—it's just like gradually showing whole, that you don't know what they're there throughout for. Throughout this whole movie, it made no sense why there were scenes with these characters. Characterization, they, world building. You know, they had no direct interaction <laughs> with any of the main characters. They blew up like important parts but it was not mentioned in any of it until that until it needed to come up it wasn't like background stuff where it was like oh no this stuff blew up you know what this is this is a dialogue about the apathy of the of society you know like all of these great tragedies happening across the world let's go to the carnival but as long as it doesn't affect like you immediately like you know who cares who cares it was 2011 in that world yes (laughs) yes Pre-terrible things. <laughs> the, before the bad, bad times. Before the dark times. Um, but basically he gets told, we were experimenting on you. We found an antidote within like two days. And we'll give it to you if you take out this evil dude. So, so he, he forms a suicide squad. With suicide guy. Suicide squad of one. So they drop... Hank in the helicopter. So they pilot. drop him two miles from this castle... And he's running to the castle, oh, like, and you're passing CGI like people playing golf, people like <laughs> playing on a playground. And he's like, "I gotta get mad now. It's not working. Now for my secret weapon." Pulls out a fucking photo with a general. He's like, "What's <laughs> funny is how long he takes to get there. Like they drop him like dead at night." Yeah. And it takes this guy, like, who knows how long well, to actually by get there a, for two miles away. Uh, he passed by a guy golfing. And it's broad daylight. This yeah. I'm like, assuming how? that, uh, so, uh, as far as I can tell in this world that they've developed, uh, Kantlov's castle is somewhere in Germany. And all mythology exists. <laughs> <laughs> and he was dropped somewhere in Transylvania. Yeah. So he ran through... All of Europe to get to Germany, where his castle was. But it was two miles away. And then, okay, my favorite is when he rushes the gate. Yeah. And like, oh, I've got to drop the boulder. And the boulder is behind him, but then in front of him, but then right behind him, but is mostly in front of him. Oh, and the, side side the boulder changes, like, shape, too. Yeah. Like, it's smooth and then not smooth. And then there's, like, a 20-second thing of a guard screaming as it, he looks at the amazing bulk in his bulk. And then, <laughs> and then he crushes him. He then runs. It's a. It's a. It reminds me of that. Uh, of Austin like, Powers. Yeah, of the yeah. Austin Powers. Um, what's that? Uh, ice rink cleaning machine called? 
Zamboni? A Zamboni? No, it was the steamroller. It was was a steamroller. Yeah. You're thinking of Deadpool, where (laughs) where he's crawling away and Deadpool's like, oh my god, this is so slow. (laughs) You can move. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, and then it it does such a cartoony splat because it's just a foot coming down frame. Yeah. And just... (laughs) Right on the guard. My favorite is when he runs into the bad guy's wife... And, like, she has, like, a sleeping oh my mask God, on. Yeah. And she starts giving him, like, a hand job because she thinks it's his her husband. Yeah, and, Hazidi's cured. Yeah. But then, like, she takes it off and she's like, oh, what have you done? I like what you did with your skin. And he it, notices she's wearing the ring he was going to propose with. And just, he, he fucking goes, <laughs> right on the side. <laughs> and then he gets, he I kills I feel like he bit. killed her. Cosmo yeah, he would did. be proud. Yeah, and not then the missile would have. <laughs> yeah, he he then kills the bad guy, and then when he calls in for extraction, they start bombing it, and the general's like, "There was no antidote. I'm just going to kill you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you find out that the bad guy was bankrolling the experiments to begin with, and he was just killing him so that way he didn't. The general didn't have anyone to answer mm-hmm. to anymore. Okay, so the the plot point of uh, Kant Love's penis is that <laughs> he was uh, trying to get. He, medication. <laughs> uh, he, he through General Darwin, um, wanted a serum to fix his ED, which was what Hank was working on the entire time. And this super regenerative serum, which you could think was like there to cure cancer or AIDS or something, um, was for Kant Love's penis. Uh, and because because without that you can't love because <laughs> his penis because yeah that's the joke yeah his name's Gottlob. um and uh since the serum turns you into a giant purple monster instead uh darwin just uses it as an opportunity to kill his boss yeah so uh then so similar to iron soldier he's <laughs> like i'm going to use this as a weapon for the u.s military and he put over and he world. put on his spy gear children's toy <laughs> and no um i'll let i'll let you guys explain the chase scene that happened after because this oh, is uh, pure <laughs> art <laughs> it was so long they had to add another song yeah after like in the middle of it so like, all of this royalty free music uh it's for this wild chase scene this um, bombastic chase scene I, I legendary i'm reminded of like this youtube comment that i read um which is like on the video which is, i think it was something along the lines of like hey bob we haven't used all of our assets what do you want me to do <laughs> <laughs> and then this the video is the result of it which is fucking hank in his bulk form running away uh and girl just, playing soccer Oh, Kids man. on seesaw. It's it's R- just Rudy's. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same stock running like the only animation, animation they have of bulk, um, running uh towards the screen or away from the screen. Uh, meanwhile, there are tanks, there's planes, there's the Red Baron, uh, there are kids on a seesaw. World War One planes, it's just... There's a gecko typing, I am a gecko on a laptop. <laughs> there's a flying bulldog, uh, there's a superhero. Uh, there's heaven. <laughs> <laughs> there's just the most there's shit you can cram on scene. There's the general insurance. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and then this is where that strange love reference you were talking about, right, Kevin? Yeah, so uh, to finish him off, uh, Darwin has a jet plant uh, drop a nuke. Um, and so the nuke it has some CGI abomination on top of it. <laughs> hey, you a... call the general to save some time. <laughs> <laughs> and not not General Darwin. This is it's it's a total, totally uh, different asset that they use. Yeah. This isn't an actor. This is this is just a CGI man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from nineteen ninety five. Uh, getting dropped on, and then they have uh, nuke, from 2000. a nuke explosion loop uh, gif that they have playing, um, and uh, Darwin is just, like, jacking off to it, and Hannah is in this secret military base for some reason, and she's like, what Which happened? Which you know is just in his house. <laughs> no, what's funny is, like, <laughs> General what Darwin happened? is like, how'd you get in here? And like, never answered. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and supreme clearance. Yeah, and he basically tells her like, "Oh, he died saving the country." KIA. Yeah, and he ran all the way to America, shows up in her bedroom, fully clothed, uh, and they're like, "Oh, uh, will you marry me?" Yeah, your dad tried to kill me. What? Who are you, you son of a bitch? I thought you were dead. I'll kill you. Not if I kill you first, old man. <laughs> and they're fighting on this balcony. And then and they, they both fall. The ragdoll models yeah, they used <laughs> were great. So, yeah, you see ragdolls For the fall. half a frame they were on <laughs> oh, screen. ragdolls fall down the the balcony, hit the ground, and then it turns into them. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then they just get on the floor. And then uh, it cuts to black. Yeah. Cuts to their funeral. No, no just, just Hank's, like... Tombstone, Tombstone as, like, yeah. later is like, I loved you, Hank. Um, she tried so, so hard to be a good actress in yeah. this no, movie. She was like, the best actress in this entire movie. Uh, meanwhile, she tried too hard for a movie that didn't Meanwhile, Lolita and Contlove knew exactly what movie they were in. Yeah. And so they were hamming up the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, they were. But Hannah was so serious, and she tried so hard <laughs> to make this movie work. Literally, Kevin was like, oh... <laughs> You're trying so hard for the wrong movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Got genuine tears coming out of her face. It's not dribbling out her nostrils. <laughs> she and tried. she's like, I'm all alone. You killed my dad. And you're also dead. I'm what I wouldn't go. give for to like to see your face one yeah. last time. And then uh, fucking the male detective shows up yeah. drunk and starts like pissing on the grave. And this whole time, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was like, give me that bulk hand. Give me that bull can. Come on. Punch it out of the grave. And then as soon as he starts peeing, two, two hands <laughs> come and do the double fist into his skull. Cuts to black. He doesn't come back when his love of his life is crying at his tombstone. But he comes back when the detective is pissing on his grave. Yeah. That's the real rejuvenation potion. It's actual. The rejuvenation potion. <laughs> it's, it's detective oh, piss. Man. Who did it better, Justice League or Amazing Bulk? Honestly, <laughs> Amazing Bulk did yeah. it better. The big reveal. <laughs> oh, you didn't like um, what was it, a heartbeat or something? No, no it was no, just no, vibrations. Was, no, 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 it was some rocks slowly starting to float. That's what, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was like, yeah. No, I'm thinking of actual Death of Superman, the comic. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was thinking of the movie. Yeah. Shit. Uh, back, the Dark Knight, where um, no, you're thinking of the Dark Knight, uh, the movie based on the comic where like. They're all at Bruce's funeral, and then like Superman is walking away. Oh and, shit! And he hears <laughs> like a he hears like a dunk dunk, and he turns around. And he notices that like 
the current Robin is there, like, with a shovel, and she's like, play it cool. Play it cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie, um, a lot better than Atlantic Rim uh, Resurgence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I liked this movie a lot more yeah, than that. Yeah, that's okay. true. Velocipaster or Amazing Bulk? Velocipaster. That's a hard one. That's a, that's a hard one to beat. I, I liked Velocipaster a lot more. I, I think... <laughs> but Amazing Bulk was good. But I think there was more love and passion in Velocipaster. Yeah, some of those characters did a pretty good job and in their roles. Velocipaster had physical sets throughout yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. It had choreography. They had choreography. They had people trained. trained. They went to the local park. They had (laughs) fight scenes. It took place all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You mean all over of their apartment complex, probably? (laughs) Also, they had, like, foreign language up in there. Yeah. Like, I think Velocipaster is the higher quality version of Amazing Bulk. (laughs) Yeah. Granted... They were made at very different times. What if we combine the two of the special effects of bulk and the... the Velocibulk? The world's... (laughs) (laughs) The amazing bulk can turn into a Velocibulk? Or the amazing Velocibulk? Or you want them to fight? (laughs) Okay. I need anyone who's listening, we need to email these directors and tell them to do a crossover. With their powers combined. (laughs) With all... Yes, four of our listeners. We get. <laughs> thank you, four listeners. Don't I, I make jokes, but thank you. <laughs> no, here's what keeps the show going. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, this movie actually was pretty funny. I enjoyed watching it. Would I watch it again? Honestly, probably. Depending if I, if I was introducing it to new people, I would watch it again. If, I'd be fine if, with if it. this was I'll a drinking t- game, I'd be down. I'll tell you guys, I watched this is my second viewing, and I watched it because I'm uh, poisoning someone else. <laughs> I would not watch this by myself alone. Very true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I this, would watch this to corrupt the soul. And uh, <laughs> this falls within the movies you have to watch with someone else. Yeah, it's it's something you will only watch again if you're. Like Kevin said, corrupting the minds of <laughs> like, like, the only one I was able to watch alone was that uh, wolf one that we watched. Oh, uh, uh, Sheeps and Wolves? Yeah, Sheeps and Wolves I was able to watch alone because I was just having such a bombastic that's some, time that's watching it. That's something you want to watch alone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't want <laughs> I mean, anyone else to know your furry kink. <laughs> I mean, if you're watching people who like, are willing to watch it too, yeah, it's fine, but like... It was it was more enjoyable to watch just because of that one scene that just made the whole movie. Because I mean, it. there are some movies on here that under no circumstance would I watch again. Yeah, there is plenty. The fucking Atlantic Grim would never watch that. Well, we do in the shadows. Yeah, but we never watch that again. How dare you? <laughs> Godzilla fifty six. Yeah, I'll never watch that. Again. God, so <laughs> no. Um, God, are there any other movies we've watched that like you watched the Avoid? Watching again? Oh, avoid. Um, um, I wouldn't watch Iron Soldier again. Yeah, I would not watch yeah. Iron Soldier. I didn't think that was. A- I mean, it was bad, but I thought it was more funny bad. Yeah, than it but was it was like else. I don't think I could watch that movie again. Not even did you like as a like fun Bulk dream. Was incompetent. Um, it it did yes like- and no. <laughs> it was- I give it props for having such little like characters and still making it work. It was incompetent at the humor it was trying to come across with. Was this humor? Yeah, it was had this, to have been humor. It they, had to have, they had to have gone for humor. 
There's no way they've made this a serious movie. Every actor in that, other than that one girl, was like... Because here's the thing. You can do good, like, low-budget, bad movie (laughs) humor. There are movies that have done it well. I can't think of any (laughs) off the top of my head. Sharknado? Yeah. I mean, Eight-Legged Freaks. I never watched it. Okay, that's just one I remember. Um, Anything that Kevin Smith's made? (laughs) No. I don't, I don't know what that is. No. Hold <laughs> on. I'm going to go on a tirade for a second. Wait, Fucking what? Kevin Smith. Who's he Kevin ma- Smith? Tusk. T- he made Tusk. He made uh, Clerks. Which one's Tusk? Which one's Clerks? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Tusk is a movie about a guy who gets turned into Mall a Mall rats? Never seen it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Kevin Smith has made Jane, some- Silent Bob? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that either. Okay. I, you guys, I don't, I don't know these movies. I, 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 man, he's matter. been in the military before he got enlisted. <laughs> just, just know this, Kevin Smith. He has made some decent movies. He's a, he's a really big like nerd icon. Okay. Uh, but he has made some hot fucking garbage that I will never forgive him for. <laughs> Yoga hosers. We okay. Uh, yeah, Kevin and I watched this. I wanted to kill myself during this movie. He was losing consciousness. <laughs> Literally halfway through this movie, I was like, I went full on sunken cost fallacy. I was like, I'm halfway through. I have to finish. I have to know how it ends. When the movie was over, he kicked me out of the house. <laughs> I was like, like, Kevin, go home. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's it. I'm done for the night. Done. Going to bed. Bye. Fucking movie was so fucking but i love tusk (laughs) (laughs) like tusk was good yoga horsers hot garbage and then he came out with a jay and silent bob sequel jay and silent bob reboot i refuse to watch it jsbr i i don't want to be exposed to more terrible kevin smith (laughs) fucking movies but i uh i never got a chance to see it but like uh i was uh working for the company um, while that movie was in theaters and like, there were still like Jay and Silent Bob fans. Cause there were like early screenings, one night only screenings that uh, we did of it before it was fully released. Um, and there were a lot of fans there and like everyone was laughing and having a good time. And then it like eventually had its actual full release. Um, and, and no one came. No, I mean uh, like <laughs> it's, it's like small numbers of people, but I always see the same few jokes at the beginning of the movie because that was my job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, it's. It's, it's okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's Kevin, fine. give it, us a non-Kevin review where you don't say of what, it's of okay. I only have my review of Jalen Silent Bob the reboot out of the five minutes I've seen Terrible. constantly, where they're in a courtroom and uh, they make a Heim Saban joke. <laughs> no, because like they're because Saban owns the rights to Jalen Silent Bob. Do they really? Yeah, it's fucking weird. Uh, and they make the jokes like the Power Rangers guys, <laughs> and they're yeah. like, uh, "Yeah, so they own your likeness. You can't exist." Be- but and <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob is like, "But we're us." <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Saban is the company that literally owns the Power Rangers. They and- they own Power Rangers outside of Japan because like. Uh, Wait, I thought they were the original company that made. No, mm, I don't think so. It's a Japanese studio. Like Tokusatsu is a thing in Japan. Okay, thank you. I know. I thought. So- Saban was a Japanese studio. But yeah, Super Sentai uh, exists there, and then Saban gets the rights to it to air it in the West, and then they turn it into something uh, else. Ah, that's right, yeah. Because 
Okay, we, we've gone a little bit off topic. I don't care. This is a movie podcast. You knew what you were getting into. Uh, um, Can we so watch the Power a, Rangers? I'm just saying, I'm a big Power Rangers buff. Oh, you mean the movie from like 20? Just okay. any of them. 17? So we're not sponsored, but I do want to mention this. The Toys That Made Us on Netflix. Really good show. And they have a... Um, they have a whole section. On, they have a whole episode based on the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers coming to the U.S. is actually a really interesting story on marketing and corporate deals because um, the Power Rangers as we know it, the fight scenes are the only things that came yep. from Japan. Yeah. That part I knew about. And it about. came from a completely different show. And basically they're like, well, we can't use any of the other footage from the show. We don't want American children seeing Japanese oriental faces. Yeah. So let's <laughs> film... The live action parts, and then the fight scenes, which are the most expensive, will just rip from that show. So they went to the Japanese studio. Japanese studio went, sure. They, they, they didn't think anything would come out of it, I no. think. It was so and, funny. <laughs> and what's funny is there was one girl at Fox Studios who was like, this can be something. This can yeah. be something. And they're like... I don't know. And she had to pitch it to the uh, syndicated channels, like the different Fox stations throughout the U.S., like, hey, you should air this. And they're all like, this is weird. This goes at the time, Japanese stuff did not make it to the U.S., really. And if it did, there was a very small cult following for I it. I can tell you because anime was really hard to come by yeah. at those times. Yeah, you had your cool uncle that frickin'. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> my uncle was able to get things. What are you buying? <laughs> yeah, and what, like, you had to know someone who already had it in time. But, and what they did was they, um, when they brought it, when they were pitching it, she's like, listen, if you show this, we will give you, I think it was, it was something weird. It was like, we will share the advertising revenue with your station, which you don't, if you don't know much about TV shows and like channels and how the profits are cut, that is the first time a deal like that is made. Advertising revenue is not shared when it comes and like no 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 it wasn't advertising it was merchandise revenue yeah I'll say it, share. advertising sorry, stuff sorry, sorry. would cost no, 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 like no no, no. I was thinking cost and any, yeah no, no no the merchandise they're like we will share merchandise revenue with you never been done before no one makes that deal because it's it's not a deal anyone makes if they know they're gonna make money off the merchandise they don't want to su- share it so she did it and apparently she did it like. Without re- without her bosses really knowing she was making those deals. And then when they found out, they're like, you what? <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's too late now. Oh, it's showing. And it did gangbusters. She's, they got the money out to them and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, it was the most successful TV contract ever made in the history of American television. And I'm so glad she did it, though. Yeah. Like, for and- my childhood, it, it was... <laughs> And I mean, as anyone who's grown up in the U.S. knows, Power Rangers has been a big deal for a while. It was uh, the antithesis of Barbies. It is what you could use to communicate to your younger sister. Hey, I would like to play dolls. I mean, action figures! (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) They're not dolls, they do action stuff! Look at his karate chop action! Hey, little Sarah, let's go play. And then you take your Power Rangers and put it in the Megazord, and it would fucking pummel Barbie into the no, dead. And then <laughs> that has more than one connotation. <laughs> no, that's what your sister did. I only ever owned two Power Power Rangers like 
toys. And then you made a gay wedding with the homoerotic He-Man. No. <laughs> I, I had the... It was the one with the animals. Like, it had, like, the... It was, like, the silver wolf or whatever, and then the red one, too. Yes. And they were in, like, their... Mighty super... Morphin Power Rangers. No, it was... It was... You mean Golion? I mean Voltron? No, 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 no. Hold on. No, it was, like, uh... The dude, like, they, they were more wild like Force? wild. They, yeah, Wild Force, I think it was, ah, or something like that. Ah, yes, okay. And, like, yeah, so. That's the one I remember. Not actually, I remember Mighty Morphin more. But yeah, I remember. Wild Force is one of the more favorite ones, just because the theme song is so about. I it had really, really cool action figures, alright? Yeah, <laughs> just I, toys. <laughs> I started with Mighty Morphin, yep. and I got all the way up to Dino Force? Where this is the Power Rangers podcast yeah, now. That kids. was when it was just three rangers and they each actually had powers outside of their suits yep like the girl had like pterodactyl powers like she could screech the triceratops guy he could harden his skin and then the t-rex guy was super strong and shit <laughs> it it was it was about the guy who was trying to revert the world back to dinosaurs i would heavily encourage uh some of you guys to watch uh some comparison videos um, because, like, even though they use Japanese fight footage, they still uh, would reshoot some of them or edit some of them. Yeah, uh, they like, would edit because they had to get the costumes and stuff like that for certain scenes. And also because, like, some places that they were filming at they, don't exist uh, in the West. Yeah. Um, and also uh, there is this one scene in particular I don't remember. I don't know what series it came from. It's just, like, you know, one of those YouTube recommended Recommended, <laughs> recommended videos. Regeneration. Oh God, I'm just not, saying. I'm in space Kevin, is also a really good toast? one to watch. <laughs> My brain is melting from bulk. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, the scene is the Red Ranger has his helmet cracked, so you could see his face in it. So uh, oh, yeah. it showed comparison video of how they would reshoot it. Um, uh, what the actual actor uh, would have to just re- get in the Power Ranger suit, which is, I think probably like one of the more rare moments that they would have uh the american cast like put on well suits. that actually started happening a lot more recently i feel like yeah they yeah, would now, they nowadays would, yeah would, because like uh kids aren't afraid of anime anymore yeah. and like companies aren't like get that japanese shit out, stigma of my, out of my yeah get, Ju- my children's I know, eyes i know the power rangers in japan have gone to a whole new level of nonsense at this point but they had uh they had the original Green Ranger from the American show guest star, original Red Ranger. They had the whole cast make a guest appearance at one point. I'm just going to say, Power Rangers ruined my idea of how high school kids look. <laughs> you mean they don't look like 30-year-old <laughs> you mean men? You mean any children's live-action TV show I in the 90s I never watched any 2000s? of them. So I never seen, like, my... Saved by the Bell. Actually, they were all kids. No, not in Saved by the Bell. Uh, in yeah, um, what's the I show never watched. I never watched the Grassy or uh, Grease. Oh, I've seen Grease. What am I saying? <laughs> John Travolta looks like <laughs> an old man. <laughs> my, my mom had me watch Grease, and that one also messed up my comprehension no, of how, what high school people look really like. What's really funny is like Disney Channel and Nickelodeon shows. All of their kids are like thirty-year-old people who are playing kids <laughs> no, and shit. The one that threw me off the most was the. One dude in uh, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Oh my he god, he was like was in kidding. his thirties. Oh, her brother? Yeah, her brother was yeah. in his thirties. I have no idea what these guys are talking about. There, there was a and that yeah, there was this like the Disney brother was like in high school. Hannah Montana. Yeah, most of you would know, but the yeah, Miley Cyrus still yeah. exists. But the yeah. actor that played her brother in the show, like 
You would think they they look about the same age. He's probably a little bit older because no, I, mean, I think he I, he no, no, looked no, no. older to no, me. No, I'm saying I'm saying as you watch it, you're like, yeah, he looks a little older, but he was like twice her age in yeah. the TV show, and it's like, holy shit! Yeah, that and man they, aged well. They uh they market for uh, young looking actors. Yeah, so it's just it's just interesting where they try. It's just interesting where film and television tries to like pick and choose what they're gonna hobble this Frankenstein into, <laughs> and they go, "Oh yes, this will work." And if it doesn't work, they go, "Oh, it's the original property's fault." Yeah, <laughs> but, but uh, I it's uh now that we're at are all adults and now at a mature age, I also implore people to look at some of the original Super Sentai stuff. Because you are, it's similar to how uh, '90s anime gets turned into kids shows, even though they're kids shows in Japan, but there's a difference in culture. So kids shows over there are different to kids shows over here. Mm-hmm. They get babied up, and what you're missing out on, you're missing out on some cool deep dank shit. <laughs> also, Watch Common Rider, bitch. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure there is a Super Shentai. Shentai. There's a one of those shows where someone straight up gets stabbed, like through the gut <laughs> yeah my favorite are all the four kids changes in, oh for anime. like God. the Yu-Gi-Oh ones <laughs> like how they look in like the japanese version compared to how they look in the americanized version so dude the give, give us a his, give us a history lesson who is four kids <laughs> four we're kids. all four kids <laughs> four what kids children is is the legend that helped me Get into Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> really is what it was. For me, at least, because that's all I watched it for was Yu-Gi-Oh! But a few other anime, you too. You guys are but... forgetting that they brought over Pokemon. Yeah, and they brought over One Piece. See, I didn't care about Pokemon. And and I over... didn't care about One Piece at the time. Yeah, I know, but Pokemon's is a bigger one. Yeah, Everyone but... remembers uh, Veronica Taylor for Here's her the thing. job as Ash. No, you want to know what I remember that no one else does? Chaotic. I remember Chaotic. I remember Chaotic. Okay, did you play the card game? No. No. Because... My sister and I got really into the card game, but we had no one to play with except with each other. And it was like, son of a bitch. I mean, I was already in Yu-Gi-Oh. I was already in deep on Yu-Gi-Oh at that point, so I was just like... No, four, four Kids... The game you never knew how to play, but always played with people. Four Kids was a subsidiary of Fox that yep. their whole thing was, hey, let's bring these out of country and localize them. But the thing is, is that when they localize them with heavy air quotes they would make heavy changes yeah, like when uh you watch Yu-Gi-Oh and they're gonna get sent to the shadow realm the shadow realm was invented for the american release there was yeah. no shadow realm no, they were they, they going died. to kill them yeah, yeah they're dead. and then uh they edit footage um so that people point instead of pointing guns yeah yeah the fingers yeah like the point of the fingers or like the uh <laughs> I remember when I originally tried to watch One Piece, I was very confused on why that mom died from him just pointing a finger at her head. <laughs> I think what was funny to me is, like, some of the uh, card changes that they made, because some of them were, like, etchy a little bit, oh, and so they had to straight up, like, change them entirely. Like, that's hilarious. There is, um... Okay, so, because you, f- you fell off after, I- I'm guessing, uh, Dueler, uh, Battle City. Um... I 
I think the last one I remember seeing anything of was when they were riding motorcycles around. The, yeah, the motorcycles uh, was the last one I saw, Do you too. remember anything about GX, then? Yeah, that's I remember GX, yeah. Okay, what, so... Wasn't that the same one where they literally went to a school to yeah, learn it was, it was about school, a trading they, card game? Yeah, they, and... Because... And they all had like thing. they were all like god cards, like or the god cards were like the colors that they would wear. Yeah, so they're the slifer slackers. Yeah. Um, GX is one of the more greater dubs uh, of it, but yeah, the slifer reds are goddamn the storm. <laughs> we're uh, about to be hit by a dust storm for all you who don't know. No, don't don't date this. <laughs> don't date this. I uh, can't know. <laughs> I mean, what, you put them out like a month ago? <laughs> yeah, this, like, I don't know like, that. Like the reds with the lower this, class. Uh, this could be an emergency one that I use in case we get lazy and we can't fill <laughs> one that week. I mean, how off topic are we already on this? <laughs> oh, no, half of this was spent on amazing. I'm literally going to title this Amazing Bulk slash Power Rangers. Okay, cool. Are we still talking about Power Rangers? Yeah, I, this I is mean, at this it. point, we're still in the same Yeah, realm. we're in the realm. Okay, okay so, keep going. Yeah, uh, they're raw red, yellow, uh, raw. Fuck. Slifer red, raw yellow, obelisk blue. Um, that's because uh, Kaiba... He's going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> he's going to say... Man, his brain's say, already melted by the amazing He's going to say a code phrase and bullshit. blood's going to come out of his nose. He's got... And then I'm going to pull out a gun from like my thigh holster. Or something. Yeah. It's like, I must kill the president. Of the Russia. <laughs> um, but there is this one specific arc um, in the dub. His name is Chumley. I don't know what his Japanese name is. His... Dad is a sake producer, um, and in the American version, he's a hot sauce producer. <laughs> so, um, his dad is constantly drinking bottles of hot sauce, and he's getting red-faced, and he's, like, acting all weird because hot sauce does that to you. Yeah, you know spicy. And there are domestic abuse undertones of it, and, like, it's so fucking weird how they edited that entire arc of him overcoming his dad. Um, which they saw with card games, because that's what you do. Um, but one of the more uh, memorable uh, cards from that scene, or, like, thing, is uh, if... Let's see if I can, like, try to look it up. But the... You got three minutes. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, I'm just going to branch off that hot sauce topic. So why Good is sauce. it... Why is it, like, in certain, like, kids' cartoons, hot sauce is the way to get the adults drunk? Uh, because you don't it is, drunk. so the a reason they do that is because you can, even as kids, your like few brain synapses can connect. <laughs> oh, hot sauce is hot. It's spicy. It makes you red in the face. It makes you, uh, I think I had a different upbringing because I, that didn't make any sense to me. I mean, it's whatever. Half the time they replace it with juice. Oh, I, I love I, that. Yeah, you know what so. I love? Uh, when Sanji would uh, smoke a uh, lollipop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or uh, don't forget how in Dragon Ball it was Heat Tab and... Um, I don't remember Something that else. Yeah. In, drag in Dragon Ball, they had straight up like cans that said beer, but they changed it to Heat Tab or yeah. some other like soda or something. No, I remember Dragon Ball being more uncut because we were more like just mature now. Uh, I mean, now, yes, now it is. It's, it's, it's like that, but like... I remember Stephanie Connolly fucking talking about patting Bulma's pussy because she he's like, you don't have a penis. I remember that scene happening. Yeah, well, that I, was in Dragon Ball, not Dragon yeah, Ball. Yeah, that was Z. Dragon Ball. You were saying Dragon Ball. Okay, I, I meant it as a general brand. 
No, because I'm also thinking of this one. This uh, Kevin, I don't know if you guys you know got about sixty seconds. regular show where yes. it was just like like the hot wings is like the way they oh, get yeah. like hammered. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, Kevin, uh, fighting against the clock. Oh no! Can he pull up his Yu-Gi-Oh deep lore? It's not. <laughs> God, this is so underwhelming. <laughs> but whatever. The card shows a panda kicking a table. Uh, but in the original art, the panda is kicking a table, uh, and his wife is there because domestic abuse. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but there's more to it, because the harpy ladies, uh, like, you know, skimply clad, uh, mm-hmm. bird women, they turn them into wearing leotards. Yeah. Uh, they remove, um, the Ankh, the Egyptian Ankh from Monster Reborn and turned it into, which is actually a lot of people are like, this is an improvement. Oh, to the medical, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was, snake thing. Yeah. yeah, or monster born. No, it's uh, it's like a a wing thing, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's it looks better than an onk. Yeah. Um. There's. Uh, what's it's the what's the sorceress? The dark sorceress. Dark magician girl. Yeah. They remove her cleavage. I don't remember what they did, but well, they, they did do something a lot of things. They uh, reduce bus sizes. They remove cleavage. They change Those all monsters. They <laughs> change all pentagrams into just a spellbinding circle. So the back of the uh, Exodia cards is uh, he's being sealed by a giant pentagram. It's just the spellbinding circle. Because thank you to our very conservative population here in America. <laughs> it's D and D all over again. Yeah. It's the, it's the hey, D and D broke through. I'm sure. I'm sure you go can. Yeah, D and D broke through after having like 20 years of repressed knowledge <laughs> because of the Satanic Panic. We, we're not going to go into that Burn right the now. Books. But uh, there's D and Keto completely getting an artwork re, uh, done. Um, there's all there's all of the Dark Magician Girls artwork being censored, um, which Kazuki Takahashi was never like happy about. It's very it's very common for Japanese uh, properties to get heavily edited in the U.S. just because. There is a big cultural difference between what is acceptable, like, Art. as sexual, like, innuendos or sexual, like, tones and stuff like that. Yeah, then again, we have HBO going in, like, hey, you heard of... But they uh, don't advertise to kids. That's the thing. Fair enough. And when American studios see anime, they go, anime cartoon, cartoon meant for kid. Anime for kid. <laughs> anime have titty. Must censor titty. So still for kid. For kids. <laughs> Yet they have no problem. Uh... God damn it! <laughs> you did that on purpose, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm Anyways, right. with that, uh, thank you for tuning in and listening to us ramble yeah. about amazing bulk and Power Rangers, and just us rambling in general because that's sorry. what we do. <laughs> yeah, I we mean, apologize that we're... <laughs> uh, unless it's a really juicy movie or we really want to go in depth with the review, where it's going to be that half review, half rambling. But uh, yeah, it's no ice cream. But want, uh, a second viewing to get all the nuances of Amazing Bulk. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, absolutely not. But no. Did uh, you know in the light novel of Amazing Bulk, the original screenplay, Bulk had a penis <laughs> okay um so just to remind everyone we are on uh, most uh podcast streaming platforms and uh we are on twitter give us a follow there and please uh recommend any films you would like us to watch uh uh with that i'm do Ritter. we have an email we do have an email so that's another thing if you want to directly communicate with us you can communicate to us at cinema at cinnabuns at yahoo.com 
Yes, we are putting that publicly out there. It's okay. It's not linked to my phone. <laughs> so uh, there you go. go ahead and um, shoot us an email if you want if you want to recommend something for us to watch. We're gonna get signed up uh, so, for so many penis pills. Yeah, probably. I mean, I guess we should have just set a Twitter or something like that, then, huh? I have it. We do have a Twitter. No, so I'm saying we should have just set our Twitter thing in that case. I, in at my brain, Cinema Bun. No, it's at Bun Cinema. That's right. <laughs> because someone stole Cinema Buns before I could get it. Anyway, okay. I'm Ritter. You did your best. I'm Mike. See you next time. Bye. Watch with us, we're Cinema Bun.